So we are Snow Horse and the Polar Bear. That's the name of the show you're listening to tonight. I have a guest here with me. I'm so excited. A friend of mine, she was a, a client first, and her name is Sarah Cody. And I want to say a couple of things about her, but first let's give some thanks out and a shout out to uh, Lake Orion Television. This is a, a nonprofit studio. Um, you can take a class here for well under $100 for the podcast class, also a studio class for doing television and, and uh, other recordings. At the end of the course, once you're certified, you can take out all the equipment, sign it out and use it. This is professional and state-of-the-art equipment. I'm so excited the, to, to let everybody else know about this. And a shout-out to um, Ian, who is the executive director, Joe, who is the uh, teacher here of the classes, fabulous patient people. We've got Joey, Tessa, Becca, and uh, Tracy that work the phones and other things, all sorts of details, but they kind of ferret out all the information that people need. And I, I just want to thank them again for giving me the opportunity. It is new for myself and most of the guests that I bring in. We are talking about things that um, maybe some people aren't even familiar with. But I talk about God on, in particular on a level that is personal rather than churchy and a holy roller. I sound like a holy roller after a, a bit of time because of the experiences I have. But I'm noted as a animal communicator the uh, Catholic Church calls me an animal whisperer. Some of the churches call me a prophet. Laymen call me a psychic. But the point is, is I hear from God, and I'm able to help people with their past, present, and future. The purpose of a podcast here is because I have been invited to do shows and reality TV shows and, and things like that that um, can cost me my time, like put me on a hamster wheel and run through hoops for other people, making them money and hopefully reaching some people. But doing the podcast, I can do this for free. I can offer information for free. So through our conversations, uh, I may be interrupting in order to help people glean the information that I'm willing to give for free here on the podcast that most people pay me by the hour for. I have a um, ministry for animals, so people can reach any one of my guests and myself on this ministry for, for animals and people alike. It's called New Ark Ministry. You can find it on Facebook. You can message us there. And we certainly can uh, follow through with that. There is a prayer line. I'll leave that at the end of the show if anyone's interested. Um, I'm well familiar with God. I believe he's the only one with the guarantees. So you would leave your first name, what your desire is, what your fear is, and anything, anything that you aren't getting answers for, I certainly am willing to help. You don't need me to do that. But if you feel you need someone to help you, I will put your desire in the lap of God and expect the guarantees that he gives. Okay, so all that being said, and, and uh, gratitude out there uh, to everyone's helping us, uh, Sarah Cody is a friend of mine now. We've done a lot of fun things together. She is a fabulous individual. I've got to tell you, one of the things that I love most about Sarah, <laughs> I think and I think she's flustered over this whole thing and didn't realize it until I really, you know, afforded her this information, is she is a lover of love and is open to love in the healthiest of ways and gives people the opportunity to receive the love she has to offer on all levels, all the different kinds of love, and to snap out of something that has not worked or has proven to be uh, disruptive or disrespectful so swiftly, but with respect to the person that, you know, that's, that, that she's ended things with or needed to end things with or someone ended with her. I've just never seen anything like it. And if 
if you can listen to some of the things she talks about, I'm going to have her tell you her professional side because there's so much to it that I really think people need to know that uh, women today have so much to offer, get involved in the world, and better themselves. I keep telling people that the podcast for me is something new, and every year I try to do at least three or four things that are brand new to me. Whether I continue them or not is irrelevant, but to stretch who you are and, and not be fearful, be able to leave your community, step out of your box, meet different people, try new things, and then just see how God unfolds the day for you each and every day. So, Sarah, if you would, um, let me stop controlling this thing <laughs> and have you uh, mention, please, the, uh, how we met, let's say, uh, in the beginning and uh, your professional life, what you do there, what you'd like to do, anything you want to offer. Let's go with that, and, and we'll just unfold from there. Well, I do think we met because I was having an issue with both my dog and my cat at the time. I do believe that's how I got your number and reached out to you. Mm-hmm. Do you but recall much about that? Particular? I, because the messages, the messages of the animals is imperative. That's one of the things uh, to talk about. And I'll, I'll also mention, because of the Newark ministry, if, you, if people listen to the other podcasts, they'll know that was kind of put towards me. It's not something I was looking for. But the scripture in particular that uh, God has me you know, speaking out is that to go out and preach the gospel to every creature. And by every creature, I mean everything with a breath. So when I work with the animals, it is the animals that brought me to God because there's just no way I could walk around this planet and do the things I do if it wasn't God himself, frankly. And I, I can't take credit for it because my personality and what I really think in my head does not align with the things I get to do. And, and so with uh, Sarah, it made an appointment with me. And if you would explain uh, what, what your concern was and what I might have offered to you. Well, we talked over, over the phone. We were over the phone. And um, my dog, my dog was very sick and at the vet for a whole week. And then also my cat had tragically died. Do you, do you recall what your dog was suffering from in particular? Well, he had actually eaten some poisonous plants oh boy. in my backyard, which was kind of a shock because I'm a plant lady. Right. And I should have known better, and I just didn't realize what was happening. What plant was it so we can share to the world? It was deadly nightshade. Oh, nightshade, right. Bad, bad, bad. Very bad. And there are different varieties of it. Yeah, all, all parts of it are toxic. The green berries are, the green unripe berries are the most toxic, but all parts of it. And it was like a game for him. It was growing over the fence, and oh, he was jumping up and biting at it, and we didn't realize it was happening. Well, those are all messages, eh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but let, I'll have you explain, you know, what I said so that, you know, you take part in this whole thing. I really want the, the extra information from the guests. I mean, really, it was more, I called more about the cat because mm-hmm. the cat tragically Passed. didn't make it. Um, and without hesitation, you knew exactly what happened and why and just... Share with them what I saw or said. And, I, and, and the emotion is beautiful. I, I, know. I You know, to process we this through. We should have talked about this at the last well, no, 10 this, minutes. Well, this is, <laughs> yeah, this is actually so that the people can uh, really be in there with us live. You know, I mean, we do have cameras, so we're, we're, we can be heard on SoundCloud without the cameras, but we can be found on uh, YouTube by looking up Snow Horse and the Polar Bear. Okay. Okay. So I'll try to make it short. Um, I had two cats at the time, one of which always, I was married. I'm now divorced. This was my, with my ex-husband. 
And he got up for work very early. And the one cat, he his name was Badger. And he always got up in the morning with my ex-husband. He did the routine. He let him inside. He fed him. He let him outside. I mean, they, they were buddies. They, they had a thing. And he came into the room and woke me up and was just clearly a mess. And he had backed over him. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yes. And which just boggled my mind. I mean, because it was their routine every morning for years. I mean, the cat knew he was going to pull out of the driveway. I mean, the cat always got out of the way of the car. And, you know, long story short, you, you, I, all I said to you was my cat died, literally. And you told me exactly what happened, exactly where he was in the driveway, which tire it was, how it happened, the direction he was facing. And then you also told me that he did it on purpose. That he died for you, yeah. Yep. Well, for my ex-husband. Right. right. And the seven-year-old boy that he was going to, he had really bad sleep apnea. Right. Unchecked. Sleep apnea. Me, his mom, his sister, we all tried to get him to go. He wouldn't go. And he, you told me he was going to fall asleep at the wheel and kill a seven-year-old boy on the way to work. Usually. I mean, I, I appreciate you sharing with us because I, I forget most of the readings because right. that's not my life. But I will say what I want the uh, people to know, not just that I can see things, but we can stop it. And the way to stop something, I mean, the, the whole if a reader can only tell you in, you know, fortune telling and to fluff your skirt up and not tell you what they see that is a problem, you know, for the animal and, and so that the animal doesn't have to take these things on or the people don't have to experience these things. It's to be able to know that the animals are suffering for people and it's not their job. That we tell the animal, look, this is not your job. I'm in, I'm in the mode of one right now, personally. And I'll, I'll explain that uh, later if it fits. But with uh, you, Sarah, and uh, the cat, you know, he did not need to do that. But he knows that people that are in charge, humans are in charge of the planet and in charge of the animals, and we are their caretakers. But we don't know enough about God. And the reason I say that is because his word or his scriptures, say it sounds like I really know the Bible, but I, I only know what he tells me. It just happens to be written in the Bible also. And so people are dying from lack of knowledge. So the animals are also dying from our lack of knowledge. And so like this sleep apnea, those are all messages. All illness and bad behavior is a message. If we can get the message, then the illness stops because the body doesn't have to tell it anymore. If the animals knew, I mean, the animals want to know, do you know? Do you even know? And so for you to call me and me to share anything about God, it's, it, it can sound like a holy roller thing, but I promise you, churches don't talk like I'm talking. No. You know, and, and people are the church, by the way. Let's not go into the, all that rabbit hole. But the... So if we are to tell the person, a person in a reading, that something bad is going to happen, it is something that has built up in a person's life in order to teach something. It doesn't have to be taught that way. People are wandering through their life, not understanding how they are cultivating uh, this error so that they will learn something because most people want to be heard. And so it builds up in their body. In a pain situation, sleep apnea is one of them, and, or people want attention in the worst way, and they get it in the worst way. And the messages are painful, but it speaks out to at least a group of people called doctors 
saying, can't you see I hurt? And the doctors look into what they know. They can only deal in things they know. They are not allowed to talk about things the way I talk about things. The great news is, is things of this nature can be stopped by communication, strictly by words. I don't, I mean, I may like some products and I may use some products, but I'm always angry with myself for even attempting to use products because I know they are not necessary according to me and my life and my belief. No one's taught me that. I've come to the conclusion because when you are without everything and you have nothing, the only thing you have left is bitching at God and he comes through, you know, because you know he's going to answer. So with this, the reason I'm interrupting you, Sarah, is this, this, this did not have to take place. I mean, yes, I did see it and yes, it did happen, but I'm saying that it didn't have to happen, but he didn't listen to you and he didn't listen to anyone else. You know, I would rather see something and be wrong when it's that bad than to be right and people come see me for that. You know, no reader, let me tell the public this, no reader should ever tell you you've got a problem and they don't know how to answer or fix it. I know people out there that are gifted to see things and they will say to me, I just tell them this stuff, they have to figure it out. Well, that's like you going to the doctor and the doctor saying, yep, you got cancer. Well, good luck. You have to figure that one out. That's ridiculous. You should get up and get out. Do not give money to those people. If you're, you know, basically you're paying for their time. In my case, there's no amount of money that could pay for what I see. But paying for the time it takes to tell you, that's good. Same thing with the doctors. If the doc, if you go into a doctor and they're not good at what they're doing, you know, you pay for their time and tell them with whatever they've diagnosed you with, whether it's true or not according to you and them, you say, thank you for your opinion. I respect it. I'm going to pay you for your time. But I believe that I'm healed. Even if you can't wrap your mind around God and Jesus, at least put it out there that you're healed instead of saying, yep, thank you for that, mister. <laughs> you know, I got six, eight, seven months, going to be poor, broke, dead, you know, absolutely ridiculous. I've seen things that surpass all understanding. And I, I'm sure that particular phrase is in the Bible as well. And, it, and I, I don't, I have to say, I don't go to the Bible for it. You know, I go to God for it. And that's when people come to me for readings like you've done, Sarah. You know, I'm tapping into what God has to say. But I heard animals first, then realized that God was guiding me. So God used the animals for me to help people. He's a sneaky guy, <laughs> that God of mine. And people get mad at me when I say that. But I got news for you. I wouldn't be canvassing people to help them if I didn't know it was going to help animals. You know, people are walking into this stuff themselves. You know, but that, that, the fact that um, you experienced that and knew the difference every step since then, you've gotten better and better at everything you do. That's amazing. That was an amazing experience, even though it was bad. Well, it was. I mean, for me, I, it was so healing to know the answer because it, didn't, it made no sense. Right. It made zero sense. And then, of course, my ex-husband immediately went to the doctor, got his sleep apnea under control. They said it was the one of the worst cases they'd ever seen in their whole lives, and they didn't even know how he was still alive. Right. And, yeah. Saved, s- saved his life. Saved his life. Th- right. That cat, that, absolutely. That gave his life. Yep. The thing is, is that in, if you go into the uh, Christian religion, Jesus is the one that gave his life for us. Now, if, you know, bear with me. I have to say it's hard to wrap my mind around it. But, you know, people are going out and reading books and going to classes on Gaia and all these other places, and they can't wrap their mind around it either. They're just looking for an answer. I'm suggesting to people to at least contemplate this Jesus thing because there is no reading of books. 
I mean, if you're going to believe Oprah and Deepak Chopra and everybody else out there, at least give this a whirl. I'm telling you as a, a quote-unquote average human on the planet, but an extraordinary spirit within the human, I've got things that I can do, and I took no classes. I've read no books. I just bitched and complained and whined and pissed and moaned like I want out of here. But the more I know, the more I can't get out. This eternal life is, is absolutely in the flesh as well. And if you're going to get on a boat, you might as well get on the boat that walk, you know, floats on the water of Jesus. Even, I mean, if, if you're going to believe all, like we, you and I were talking about uh, tinctures and things. You know, you, you studied it, you believe it, you use it, it works. Same thing with God. Because if there was a day when a person didn't have the doctor, the mother, the father, the teacher, the brother, the candlestick maker, <laughs> you know, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? I mean, <laughs> so feel free to laugh because that was funny. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. So the thing is, is, is what if you had nothing? What would you do? We will use every avenue we have until we have nothing else. And then they, they, we, me, bitch at God. You know, I bitch at God first. Not in a complaining way, but in a what are you doing up there kind of way. And he's not angry with that. He's like, hey, what are you doing? You know, she's finally asking. I thought you'd never ask. It's amazing. But you've had great success, Lara, <laughs> Sarah, with... Uh, your life and, and the animals that you care for? I mean, the things that you're doing and what you just experienced? Well, also in that reading, um, again, I had never met you. I, I'd never met you. You had no way of knowing um, anything about me, you know. And you also, I was so distraught about the cat, and you kept saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I have to interrupt you. You said, somebody will not leave me alone, this woman, she keeps bugging me. And you, to a T, described my Grandma Cody, who is, you know, had been passed on. I usually don't get chills, but yeah. I do right now. It was pretty amazing. Um, and I, I kicked myself, you know, after that, because I was so distraught about the cat, I really didn't say, well, well what is she saying? What did, you know, what does she do? Is she doing anything? Is she trying to give me a message? I was just, you know, it all happened so fast. And so I do, I do regret that, that I didn't maybe mm -hmm. try to um, have you find out, you know, what she was up to and what she was saying. We'll have to look at that again. Let's do that. The, uh, I will tell you that when she shows up even now, there's something about your, uh, that's, uh, your left ear. You know, she keeps on, and this is going to sound really wrong, and I apologize, but okay. it means something. She's like licking your your left ear. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm going to be surprised if you don't have an animal that does that, so that she's energizing the animal to take care of you and have you listen. Uh, the left ear would be listening uh, uh, more to your female self, to women in your life, and to past things that you've blocked. So that can be about men as well. But the, um, you know, things that are tasty to hear, you know, things that are going to be said to allow yourself to appreciate it now because uh, apparently you've got some sort of block uh, based on your past experiences. But even though you're open to love, you know, more can this, even though it's a relationship you have now is just opening up in a brilliant way. Just a brilliant way. What, a, what a pair. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so the, so um, it, interesting too is that, um, as things unfold, I, I, we hadn't talked for quite a period of time. 
And I had an opportunity come my way with the uh, reality TV show. And um, I, I spoke about that on another podcast, but I want to just kind of go forward from here. I ended up, um, but, you know, I, let, let's refresh people's mind in that um, to be on, I, I am not shy, <laughs> number one, and I have no fear about talking about things I believe in and know. I have firm conviction in it, and I, and I, I have to give glory to God because I couldn't possibly do it. There's no, that's like a, like a glass of water crediting you have water in you, you know, when you're just the glass. You know, it's the water that, that get, get quenches somebody's thirst. So that being said, with a reality TV show, that in my head, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be jumping through hoops, and I have to do what they say and show up on time and all these, all these schedules and things. And then, it's, you know, they don't really care uh, about what I'm doing, just if it's going to make money. So I told God, if I don't have to do this, you know, stop me in a gentle way because I'm you. You want me in the public? I said yes to this, and 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 I'm I'm going to follow suit. The good news is, is I got to a point where I was um, uh, reading for the owner of the company and and um, saw some things that were going to come to pass, and ultimately he didn't do anything about it, and then I didn't have to do the show. <laughs> so uh, the reason I'm telling you this is because the producer of the show. Uh, I, I called him months later, maybe a year later, I've forgotten now, and uh, told him, you know, I don't normally do this, but I see you have a project uh, that you're putting on the shelf and you shouldn't do this. You know, this is, this is a, uh, a hit show, uh, a feature film, and he knew exactly what I was talking about, said he was just tabling this thing. And um, I was talking to him about maybe bringing it to Michigan, and then uh, Sarah happened to call for some information. We went through that. Why don't, why don't you share with that a minute, a hot minute? Wow, <laughs> that's a that's a story. Well, that was um, that was right in a time of my life after I was in a really devastating breakup. A, a, a wonderful relationship, though, for two years, according to you, in the in the scheme. According of things. to me, right? Little did I know right. what was going on behind my back. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, it was. I I try to take all the positive things out of all my experiences. And, and there definitely were positive things, um, but I was in a in a rough spot mm-hmm. at that point in my life. And yeah, you and I had reconnected yet again. Well, you you called for a reading to start, probably, absolutely. And then because there was something about a weekend getaway for a while, Alaska. Or- uh, there was an Alaskan cruise I was supposed to go right, on. Right, yes. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't go. <laughs> right, I didn't go. I did say go and. And have the fun, but don't expect anything. I know. You know. <laughs> take, I didn't go. Take, take the trip. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Well, I knew I'm it. too I, real. I, I no, it was it. It, no, it was it was a usury, and I knew it. Yeah. But, uh, what the heck? It's a cruise. <laughs> I know. Well, I, what I should have done is flown there and then told them to. You're right. You know. But you did. You handled it well. Thank you. And you got the information you. you needed. You know, and dealt with it in a brilliant way. I mean, you did good. <sighs> and in each and every 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 experience that I'm aware of, that you've had, you know, you do in fact take the positive. I mean, you may you I may try. run like Fred Flintstone for a minute, you know, with your wheels turning and your mm-hmm. legs spinning. But once you hit the ground, you're gone. You know, and you're so open. In 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 a healthy way. I'm not talking about these these people that are. I'm going to use it whoring around. You don't do that. You know, you are calling in people. They they show up. You know, you you have a um, uh, how do you say this like a like a vetting system, so to speak. You know, so they pass certain tests. But what I tell people is that when a person is really good, which you are, 
and doing your best and trying hard and learning new things and helping people. I mean, truly good. I mean, if, if you've got some downside way, you're, you're stuck in a human form just like we are. We the others. <laughs> so the point is, is that, you know, Satan is after the good people. And you care about love and relationships. And so Satan comes at you that way. But he has not won through that. So every trial that Satan gives, you have surpassed. I'm getting smarter. Well, I, in my, I, I, <laughs> Thanks to you. Thanks to your help. <laughs> I mean, I credit you with a huge part of that. I mean, well, thank you. You know, I do appreciate it because coaching is a big deal. You know, and it shouldn't cost people a fortune or a 12-step program. You know, if you can say, look, this is what's in your way. And you're like, cool, that's all. we're done with that. You know, that's how fast you are. But that's fast. A lot of people aren't. You know, they just keep butting their head against the wall. Yeah. I mean, well, it has, I mean, I'm 42 now. So it, it took a little while for me to get there. Well, we didn't but... know each other and we were separated for a while. True. You know, had we been friends and or whatever for, you know, connected, it wouldn't have taken that long. But it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was off, you know. Helping other critters. Yeah. I have no regrets about my yeah. life. I feel like... You've done great. I feel like finally everything is just falling into place. Right. There's, you know, there are some deep subjects that maybe we could go into on, on another time, you know, like the walk-ins and such, you know, because that's, that's powerful, you know, and how the messages come to say, oh my gosh, that is exactly what's going on here. So that's a, a little deeper than we yes. need to go right this minute. But the, um, the idea here is to know... I mean, people out there, I just don't think they recognize that God did not make people, set them on the planet, and said, go figure it out. Or most people believe they're here to learn things. I say that's a crock of crap. Because if God made you, he made you right. And I believe that we are talked out of everything we know. And the first steps to do that is to teach people how to fit into the world, learning the ABCs and the one, two, threes. And then setting them on a course to reading books that certain people believe you need to know. And then we hone in on those things as teachers rather than the one that created us, that gave us birth, where we got the certificate to prove we were here on the planet, which is a birth certificate. That's really the only certificate a person needs around here. Just saying, you can take it or leave it. Um, that, that if people were allowed to grow in who they are, if their parents knew who God was really, not religion. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a creator that knew what he was doing, he, she, it, however you want to call it. And so that being said, that the only tester of a person is Satan. That everything we run into that's coming in as a challenge, I mean a hardcore life-altering challenge, comes from the tester. It can teach you things. But nobody has to run off a cliff to find out it's a long way down. If you take a look ahead, if you were, you know, for lack of a better description, a person who is blind that has one of those sticks and tap, tap, taps in front of them knows where they're headed at least three feet before they get there. You know, so if people would look, how much further do I need to look to see, should I be doing this? Is this what we want to do? You know, instead of the, the just winging it kind of thing. So there happens to be scripture to back me up. And, the, and when I say back me up, the words that God gave me in my ear, loud, vo vocal voice, is that God tests no man. If our engineers that built cars and rockets would test them a little better <laughs> before they put them on the market, <laughs> they would know that it would work and they didn't need to test them again or that they would break down under whatever conditions. 
So the same is, is true with man. You know, Satan is coming at the people where it hurts the most. So if you need love in a relationship like uh, Sarah enjoys, then he's coming at you that way. If he, uh, with me and the animals, there's not a person in my life that cannot come or go and me have no problem with it. You know, people, there's a lot to tending to them if you really care. And so when one leaves, I get a little more free time. But he would come at me through the animals. And that was a problem until I, I realized my way around that. Because God is awesome. And he will protect us. There is no weapon formed against us that shall prosper. That's a core piece of information, including COVID, my friends. Whether you believe it's a real thing or a fake thing or a man-made thing, whatever it is, it's a weapon against us. And it will not prosper. I promise you that. For those that know God, and it isn't because we don't know him well or biblically know him or Christianity know him. I mean, I was talking to God for decades long before I added Jesus to the mix, even though I was familiar with Jesus. And I didn't, you know, scrub him off the list. But I held the Bible one day in my hands, and I asked God, if there's one thing in this book, in this book, I need to know, what is it? And I heard the voice that people pay me to hear say a particular, like a numbers, and, and it turned out to be a chapter and verse. I mean, that was new for me to know that that was the case. And it was a quote by Jesus, and it said, no one gets to the Father except through me. And I thought, well, all righty. You know, I thought I was getting to God, you know, because he was talking to me. And the miracles were there, life and death miracles, messages. People were, you know, coming to me long before I was, you know, realizing that it was something other people couldn't do. And I want to give credit to my sister Carla. It's, you know, She's the one that, because I, you know, how do you, how do you charge for something you're getting so easy? She said, Lisa, you're not, you don't have to charge for the message, but you can charge for the time it takes to tell people. Yes. Because my time is, is valuable as well. Yeah. So that, kudos to her. I, if you're out there listening, Carla, if you happen to hear me, feel free to give a holler. I know there's uh, animosity, but there's nothing we can't overcome, but it takes two. I've already reached out. Here's my hand again, babe. And uh, that being said, let's... Um, go into, I want to talk about the things you do, Sarah, in your, uh, for livelihood and enjoyment, okay. because really the dynamic of your full round itself is, I, I didn't even know all the things that, you know, I asked you to give me this afternoon, right. if you would. I know the government part, because I wanted to say with that movie thing, when uh, uh, Sarah called for her question and about the relationship, she asked me, how are you doing? <laughs> And I went into all the movie stuff that was happening, the TV stuff, and some other other you know um, promotions that people have sought me out for, and said I was trying to bring a. Um, a uh, I thought I thought that this producer should come to town, and um, and Sarah said, "Well, I'll, I'll bring him in." I mean, how big is that? That's ti- perfect timing. Yeah, that was that was a pretty amazing experience we had. I still think about that private car collector that led us into his. Right. Oh man. That was that was just magical. It was the the all the all the opportunities we had because the 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 thing I thought would that would add to this movie for the journey uh, and the road trip that was taken within the film was to uh, add Detroit, Pontiac, and Flint to promote these areas in a really great way, so that the world could see the better side of the at least these three cities, if not Michigan, so that if. You know, like some of the movies out there, Lord of the Rings, you know, it publicizes the area. So people say, well, I want to go take that trip. I want to see that. 
you know, and I, we, all the different businesses we went in and every last one of them saying, yeah, they could film here, you know, without, without charge. I mean, it certainly publicizes them, but you know, he was, um, the producer was talking about everywhere else charges high dollar for that. And Michigan was giving in a, in a fun way. So I I expect it's still to come to pass and we'll, we'll see what uh, transpires with that. But onward and upward with the things you do. So I knew you to work it in part of the government. Yes. Yeah, so currently I work for Oakland County government. Um, I just had my five-year anniversary. Um, previously, I've, I, I always say I've had many, many lives because I've done a lot. Um, I went to Western. I got a sociology, social work, criminal justice degree. Um, didn't ever do anything with that degree other than use it to get a job in real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, Started you out. You did that for a number of years. I did right. about about twelve years. Mm-hmm. I, I did it for a while, and then of course, oh eight happened. Right. And then I had to reinvent myself. <laughs> That's when I actually went to Maine and studied to be a raw and living food uh, chef and teacher. Mm-hmm. That was really exciting. Um, and then when I came back from that, I started working at Whole Foods, and I had my own business, teaching classes, workshops. Um, you don't do that now, though, do you? I don't. No, it's. It feels that feels like another lifetime ago. Right. It really does. It really does. It's interesting how things change. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got pulled back into real estate for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Money talks sometimes. Um, I know you talked about it recently and I tried to. Yes. Skirt you away from it. Well, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. And I have a great relationship with the company that I used to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, they often call me every six months to a year and offer me a job. But now that I work where I work at Oakland County, the, the benefits and right. all the things that go along with it are just... It also gives... The money gives you freedom. Exactly. It gives me the freedom to do and, all the things that it, I love in my personal life. Not only that, but it also has a start and stop time. Yes. You know, real estate doesn't. Correct. That's a go, go, go 24 hours a day. Correct. Right. Oh, yes. I mean, I was... When I first started, I mean, I'd work till 11 p.m. I mean, I was <laughs> young and single and no kids and right. just... And work, you still work, are. Work. Look at your, your young, single, and no kids. Yes. We're, we're, God's a blessing. <laughs> Not quite single, but yes. Well, until it's never a commitment. Had, never had any kids, yes. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm just saying we're okay. not counting any chickens before they're hatched. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you got a live one. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and, and handsome, so you can tell them I said so. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, but, but, the, but you had said, because I asked you for a little uh, write-up, and um, one of the things you were talking is about the people that come to you for health concerns. Yeah, so when I was 15, I learned about factory farms, mm-hmm. and I just thought, oh my God. what? Mm-hmm. And I, I told right. my mom, I said, I'm not eating meat anymore, and she just couldn't believe it, and she thought I was just, you know, didn't want to eat her delicious dinner. She's a great cook, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just couldn't believe what was happening. I just thought, this can't, this can't be right. This is not right. I don't want to eat this meat with this, these right. animals with the who stress. have gone through All the right. stress and the fear. And I mean, just, so that just kind of snowballed into this con- constant process of learning mm-hmm. about natural health, natural living. Right. And so I've just, yeah, I've, I've, over the years, I've always incorporated that in some way, shape or form, whether it be a full-time job or whether it just be in my personal life. You know, let me, let me uh, interject here for the purpose of teaching. Um, and so that people can hear me. If the, one of the things I'd like people to consider are the first two or three jobs that they've had in their life, the very first, and it will actually speak to what a person is here on the planet to do. So the fact that you have spoken out about, what, what is the first job you had? 
the first first whether you paid got paid job well paid job is one but the job something you reported to do that could be classified as well one. i had two jobs when i was 16 okay my first job when i was 15 at scoops and more at the meadowbrook mall which is no longer there it's the fancy village mall now in rochester michigan and what what is that is that scoops ice cream and more was a little tiny ice cream place okay and yeah, and then I also, there was a store right around the corner called Lotions and Potions, if you can believe that. <laughs> That's very telling. Because right. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Potion. I'm the potion right. lady. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I was always, I liked money. I wanted to work. I was very industrious. So I was, you know, going to school, obviously, and I, I had two jobs after school and on right. the weekends. And I was the same. Yeah. I was, I was. I've always worked. I've always worked my right. butt off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I actually did. I, it hurts to sit. <laughs> I think I laughed mine off. I think that's what happened. But let me share with you. So the so the sim- simple way of looking at this is clearly it it played out in your life. You know, to do the tinctures and the and the healthy foods and things like that. The um, uh, the scoops. Uh, scoop is also another term for information and what's real and what isn't. And you were getting sweet. Things, the sweet information, okay. something fast, serve fast, that's pretty cool. Okay. Never you know, thought about it like that. Well, it's it's interesting because if people would watch their children and or see what kind of uh, employment they choose on their own, not uh, that they're drawn to, or even if it's just for money, what we, we choose to do uh, indicates really what we're here to do and, dare I say, for God. So um, for me, um, with the animals was a thing. The um, fast food was a thing. You know, I like information, and I like it fast. You know, mine wasn't necessarily nutritious, but it was quick, and people could hear it. You know I mean? Kind of like this podcast. And so the, the, the fact that you went into real estate, houses represent people's lives. For you to be a person who chooses, who chose in the time, to re- help people relocate, to have a better life, doesn't surprise me. Because in everything you've chosen to do, other than the government job, <laughs> uh, is uh, helping, you know, and benefiting people. My um, my next job would have been in college, and it was at a tree farm oh. called Oikos Tree Crops in Pawpaw, Michigan. Um, shout out to Ken, the owner. I'm actually going to see him this weekend. Oh, that's exciting. I, I wanted to know what that the, I actually looked up the pawpaw tree. Okay. By the way, I just was shaking some pawpaw trees the last week. <laughs> Is anybody else out there heard fruit. it? <laughs> Somebody already beat us there. Oh my god. We got one. Oh. One pawpaw. We, we split it five ways. It was pretty delicious. What, what do you know that it's uh, used for so that we can celebrate the tree? So, it's they call it the Michigan banana. Um it's just it's one of those things that just never got cultivated um because it really grows better in the wild. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. It's kind of banana-y, custardy, mm-hmm. and most people have no idea what it is. Right. Um, so, yeah, the the spots where they grow wild, it's it's usually they're kind of secretive. This, this spot we went to is at a pretty heavily used park, so mm-hmm. I think we got there a little late and, and everybody else. People knew what it yeah. was. And, I think, well, I and think, they wait each year. I think since COVID, I think more people are realizing mm-hmm. food security. Right. People are... are you know, people didn't know what foraging was. Right. And now they maybe they know what that is because right. I'm sorry. Well, there are a lot of sites for foraging too, which is interesting and people helping one another. You know, I think you turned me on to the, the one for the wild mushrooms and such. 
I still don't trust those people. Like they say, oh, it looks like this and you can well, eat it. And I'm thinking, the, oh, I don't think I want to eat that. The mushrooms, you really have to know what you're doing. Right. I mean, <laughs> you, yeah, that's one that can be bad. I, I started out, I have all these little plant books that I got when I was 15, 16, all these wild edible plant books. And I, I never ate anything that ever had a poisonous look like right. to start right. until I got comfortable. That's, you know, that's smart. I know I, when I had my first house, and again, that was at uh, 1718, and uh, I, I bought a book on uh, living on an acre of land. Did I read it? No, I did not. But I still have the book. Wow, again, that's impressive. I, I know. It, again, well, I, there was a movie out there, and I, I, I don't know if it's My Mother's an Alien or a Fish or something like that, but I think it was Daryl Hannah, if I'm not mistaken, where she took a book off a shelf and opened it up and laid her hand down the the what's it, the, the binding of it? It's fine. And, uh, and, uh, and then she uh, took her hand out and closed the book set on the shelf. About, amen, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Osmosis. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I am, I'm fond of books, but I don't read them. And, I, and I, I really like books that have no writing in them. And no, I don't journal either. So, uh, I mean, I used to document dreams and, and interpret dreams. And then I thought, you know, a 30-second dream can take hours to write. In order, because every detail makes a difference in interpretation. So I, it, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm just not writing that anymore. And it's a shame because documenting that stuff can be fun and to look back and, and uh, see what's said. So dream interpretation is something I like to do as well. The, um, so with, with the um, animals that you've had, let's go back there for a minute. Okay. Uh, what are some of the other lessons that you've learned from them? Oh, that's, an, that's a hard question. Um... Have they done certain things that were interpreted as something that you should know? Do you recall any of that? Whether I've told you or you've gleaned it? Because we've talked a lot, you know, and you listen to your animals much more closely than you had, knowing that their behavior means something. Yeah. I mean, I definitely obviously pay attention to that, and then I just call you when I don't know what, <laughs> what they're trying to tell me. I like the ones where you had, uh, you had some of those cats trying to get in. Oh, my new house? <laughs> I, they just know that the cat lady has arrived. I, right. have, I have all these pictures of these cats that are looking in my window. I walk outside. They're standing in my driveway staring at me. I mean, they just know right. that the cat lady is here. Well, not only that, but you've got a lot of teaching that you're going to be doing. And so it's, it's indicative, it generally and only generally uh, speaking, an overview, if you will, cats generally rec uh, represent women, generally. And dogs generally represent men generally. I mean, don't go off and say, Lisa said, you know, and Lisa is, is a snow horse. And, um, you know, for, again, for people to find Sarah Cody uh, and myself, Lisa Berry, known as the snow horse, uh, they can go to um, New Ark Ministries, that's A-R-K, Ministries on Facebook and, and uh, leave a message on Messenger if you wish. I do know that one of the things uh, Sarah had mentioned to me is that her friends lovingly call her the witch doctor. So to, today it's a snow horse and the witch doctor. I like it. I, <laughs> I like, like it. I know. It's pretty cute, actually. It's true. It's a true story. The, but the, the, just trusting and you, you know, w willingly learning new things and going about new things and willing to change your life for the better and, and testing things out for yourself, you know, and asking, you know, yourself and what you know as um, your higher power, I call God, lots of people call source, I try to dissuade people from calling it the universe because, again, I liken it to a person calling for pizza. You know, it isn't the building that's delivering the pizza and the building being the universe. The universe may carry the things that are going to be useful, but there is a direction from above I call God or the creator 
or the one that makes the pizza, you know, uh, brings the brings the information to us. So giving credit to where credit is due is imperative. You know, if you've like for people who read books and your classes, like I, I give credit to uh, Lake Orion Television and all the teachers here and the promoters here for, you know, what I do know here. Thank you, Jesus, that I didn't have to read a book here. <laughs> Still learning is is imperative. So if you if I credit God, that's the best I can do. You know, I would tell others if I got information from other people. So, you know, with uh, you, Sarah, talking about the, the teachers you've had in your life and where you've gotten information that you've, in this case, given credit for uh, a reading I gave you to benefit the saving of the ex-husband, you know, and, uh, and the sadness of the loss of the cat, so we don't do that again. You know, the, the big lesson to save lives, really. I want to um, wind this down. We're going to have another session here uh, with Sarah, Cody, and I look forward to that. We've got things to talk about. If you have any questions, feel free to text us or message us on Facebook at New Ark Ministries. I want to mention that we do have a prayer line, and the Snow Horse and the Polar Bear prayer line is something that we offer so that if you have a concern that you don't think God is answering fast enough or you don't know where to turn, that you can call and leave your first name, your concern or your desire something you've asked for or just thought to ask for, uh, whether it's a cure or, or whatever. Um, I know God very well. I know him to be the only one that gives guarantees. So I will go and lay what you have and your concern in the lap of God for him to provide the answer for you. It is, it is a guarantee as far as I'm concerned. Remember that you don't have to seek someone out to seek God. You can go there yourself. And in fact, you can, you can speak out and it's best to do it in an out loud voice and talk to God. And you can say, Snow Horse, Lisa Berry, Sarah Cody said that I can go directly to you. That Lisa says that she gets miracles. I want one too. You know, I want one too. You know, and, and if you swear, swear. And if you don't, don't. You know, if you're going to get all holy roller and peaceful and calm and humble when you aren't, you know, God knows you're faking it. Any good relationship, the person you're in a relationship with knows who you are. Just because you might not know God, God knows you. Go exactly as you are. Display your anger, your hostility, your love, your caring, your sympathy, your cries, your tears, whatever it is, and demand some answers. Let him answer it. You say, Lisa gets it. Snow Horse gets it. However you want to call me is fine. And Sarah gets it. You know, the people that I bring to this podcast, most of them get it. Some of them are surprised. But everybody seeks in a different way. And I'm talking about demanding and commanding of the thing that made you. If you're frustrated, go frustrated and make some demands. And use me as an excuse if you want to say, Lisa said I could. And if she gets it, I want it. Well, I definitely, for myself, my whole life started changing for the better once I started talking to God. And I credit that to you. And it took a while. Oh, you know, let's, let's look close. Oh, let me give the phone number for us for the prayer line. Okay. And that's 810-724-3223. We will continue this on the next podcast, but I do want you to segue into the next one by indicating that I think you said that I said something about God in the first reading to you. Yeah. And I, I'm sure I rolled my eyes. Yeah. You, yeah. You said you were sitting on your bed. When you t- yeah, because you just refreshed my memory when you came back in uh, asking that other question about the relationship and and you said you were saying but like you know right right buddy yeah yeah lady <laughs> yeah just give me the good stuff I don't want to hear about the god stuff <laughs> with that being said please stay tuned we'll be back with Sarah Cody thank you so much God bless. <laughs>